Welcome back to Look at My Life. This is season two, story time. My first love. We all need to pretty much write a book about our first love. My first love was at 17. He was the brother of a girl at the time I considered my best friend. And how the whole thing started is kind of crazy. Um, I've been friends with this chick for nearly the entire school year. We were both in high school. At the time, I was 17. She was like 19. And she had just had a baby. And, you know, she would always say, like, oh, you need to come to my house, meet my boyfriend, come see my baby, all of that. And, you know, during this time, it's like 2001, you know, we're not rich kids. We walked everywhere. And where she lives was on the other side of town. And I kind of put it off for a very long time and you know from her constantly begging like come see them why won't you come eventually one day after school we made the long trek (laughs) it's not that long it was like maybe two miles um back to her house and you know I met her boyfriend at the time and I saw her baby and I met her little sister and it was all nice and we were just sitting there and talking about stuff and next thing you know this guy comes in with no shirt on and a beer in his hand and it's like 3.34 o'clock and he's like cussing man fuck these people and I'm just looking at him like what the fuck you know, like, do you know this guy? Come to find out, it was her brother. He's like five nine, um, blonde haired, blue eyed, um, tan, and I thought he was cute, but also I was just like, you know, the way he came in, no shirt on, a beer in his hand, in the middle of the afternoon and cursing like that. I was just like, oh. And so it was kind of awkward for a minute. But then me and my friend, we started back, you know, 
talking or whatever. You know, I relaxed somewhat, even though that guy, <laughs> he's still there drinking his beer. I'm just like, just stay away from me. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, I relaxed. And then out of nowhere, in walks this very nicely tanned, dark blue-eyed, dark-haired guy. And he walks in, and then he looks up, he looks at me, and he's like, well, hello, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Lise, and I'm blushing, and I was, like, super super attracted to him he was you know he was dressed all preppy he had this little sweater in his legs and the thing that's so funny I had no idea who he was it's like everybody in my friend's family my friend at the time they're all blonde you know with these like cornflower blue eyes and he was just like so different from them they were pale you know they had blonde hair and you know light blue eyes and he had the dark blue eyes and he had dark hair and he was nicely tanned and you know he didn't look anything like them and so after the visit you know I'm leaving now and I say to my friend at the time like who is that guy and she's like, that's my brother. And I'm like, it's your brother? Because they look nothing alike. He looks like nobody in the family. And I was like, he is so effing hot. And I just had the biggest crush on him. So over the course of, like, a couple of days, you know, I'm constantly saying to my friend, like, hook me up, your brother. He's gorgeous. Like... <laughs> And then, you know, she was saying to me, like, stuff that her brother was saying, the dark-haired, dark-blue-eyed one. And then, you know, as I said, this is 2001, so don't judge. (laughs) We start, like, sending notes to each other through Kayla, like, talking, getting to know each other, flirting, and... It was going pretty well. And you know how when, you know, you're with your friends, you make all kinds of jokes and, you know, you might hype yourself up a little bit. So one day at lunch, I was kind of like joking with another friend that was at the table. I was like, yeah, I'm a player. I want two boyfriends, you know, one for sure. I didn't mean that. I was just joking around. But for some reason, she took it seriously. And she was like, you're not going to play my brother. And And that should have been warning, warning. (laughs) But NTU. So we... Kayla stopped exchanging notes. I don't know if he sent me any more notes. You know, this is 2001. It's not like either one of us had a cell phone. And I definitely wasn't ballsy enough to, like, go to her house and ask for him. So, she got offended. She thought the joke that I made was serious. And all of a sudden, the letters from him just stopped. And 
that was like, I'm not even going to ask her what happened or try to send him a note or anything. It's like, forget it. Yeah, he was gorgeous, but whatever. So, you know, some weeks pass and she chills out. And we continue, quote unquote, being friends. And she invites me to this party. And I go. So I was supposed to be spending the weekend with her. Because around this time, I'm still 17, she's still 19. We're both still in high school. But around this time, she had moved in with her boyfriend and um, his mother had rented them a house. So I was going to spend the weekend with her. And she wanted me to go to this family party with her. So I go, yeah, there's drinking. And, you know, it's not cool to drink underage. I just want to put that disclaimer there, but... It does happen, so carrying on. You know, we're drinking, we're getting lit, and I'm looking around everywhere like, where is the hot brother? You know, where is he? He had not showed up. And then the other brother, who I did think was cute, but, you know, he kind of put me off. When I first met him, like, coming in, no shirt on, cussing with a beer in your hand at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I just kind of thought he was a little weird. So, you know, in the midst of the drinking and all of that, I'm usually a shy person, especially in my teen years. And so, you know, some inhibitions that got lowered and, you know, I was having fun, having a good time. Everybody was super nice and super sweet to me. And I had a strong buzz on. (laughs) And randomly, the blonde brother and I, we ended up making out and... You know, he's telling me, like, he likes me, he thinks I'm hot. He's always thought that. Yada, yada, Prada. And, you know, after our little make-out session is over with, we go and, you know, continue hanging out with everybody in the house. And then the dark-haired brother finally comes, and, like, I'm kind of feeling guilty, even though we weren't dating. Like, I just made out with your brother. <laughs> and then just, like, randomly out of nowhere the blonde haired brother he just you know ends up saying like yeah me and Elise we made out we're together now stay away from her (laughs) and so that's pretty much how it started and and never he was slightly older than me I'd say he was like 23 so I had never been in a relationship with like a legal adult <laughs> before. I'm 17, he's like 23. And, um, you know, 
we see each other a lot because around then like school was over summer had came so I wanted to spend a lot more time at my friend's house and by proxy of course he was there and you know you've been intimate and like I never experienced you know like sleeping next to a guy of like spending days you know the old babe thing and you know the cuddling and like being a couple which we were and I fell in love with him as most teenage girls do (laughs) with a cute guy and their sex and all Um, I fell in love with him really quickly Um, he fell in love with me really quickly too I believe we were saying like I love you to each other and planning like a future like a for real future of marriage and children and where we're going to live and you know a lifetime with each other we started that fairly quickly I'd say within two months of being together and I was really on cloud nine I really was I was so happy and I was happy I was really happy and as I said with everything that was going on in my life you know outside of my grandmother I didn't really have quote unquote family even though there are tons of people that I'm related to around and with dating this guy and I've thought about it even years after the relationship ended with dating him you know I had a boyfriend and then you know his sister which was my best friend that's how we met I felt like I had an older sister and then her little sister was like my little sister and you know I called his dad dad and I called his mom mom and it was like I had a family that's what it felt like and I think that's a big part of why I cared so much you know it was just me and Mamiya but with this guy I got a boyfriend I got a big sister I got a little sister you know I have dad with his dad and I really liked his dad's dad was a very sweet man and was always very nice and kind to me And I really, really believed that it was going to be forever. I really did. And I was so content and I was so happy. I am a hopeless romantic. 
you know, Titanic is one of my favorite movies. The Notebook is one of my favorite movies. And I would think to myself, like, how lucky am I? I found the love of my life at 17. And we're going to be together forever. We're going to get married. We're going to have children. (laughs) You know, the family that I always wanted, I have now. And we're going to make our own family when we start having children. Like, I was really, really invested in that relationship. And I made the mistake of bringing over a member of the family, a cousin who at the time... I thought that we were really close, but, you know, we always had some kind of animosity towards each other. She thought I thought I was the shit, and I brought her over, so I was so proud. Meet my boyfriend, you know, meet the sisters that I I didn't, I have sisters, but, you know, they were adopted out, and I didn't know if I'd ever see them again in my life, so, yeah. And, you know, we have a couple drinks, and I excuse myself, because we're drinking, and go to the bathroom. And, you know, this whole day, me and my boyfriend, my first love, we've been kissing, we've been hugging, we had had sex like three or four times that day. <laughs> and we were, you know, just honeymoon phase totally with us. So, I kissed my boyfriend, told him I loved him, you know, we're drunk. And I go upstairs to use the bathroom. And I come downstairs, and he's completely different. He's angry at me, and I'm just like, all I did was go pee. (laughs) All I did was go pee. And he's super mad at me, and I don't understand the why of it. And I later find out that the cousin that I brought, Anastasia, she had told, you know how guys are, like, um, while I was in the bathroom, my boyfriend asked her, he's like, oh yeah, you know, Elise, she's a good girl, right? She's faithful to me or whatever. And she was like, huh. What he said, like, you should ask her. Like, basically, she insinuated that I was not. And I guess I should also add that around this time, there was this cute guy, like, super, super cute, that I knew from high school. And we kind of flirted with each other, but nothing ever came of it. And I was so in love with my boyfriend that nothing would have came from it. And 
he stayed on the next street from my boyfriend. And apparently, one day, while I was at home, you know, with Mamiya, he came over to my boyfriend's house and asked for me, (laughs) which is extremely ballsy of him. So there's already, you know, like a what's going on. And he was pissed about that. He called me and told me about it. And he was upset about it. Of course, he's my boyfriend. Like, what is another dude doing coming to my house to look for you? Who wouldn't be upset about that? So then you add my cousin saying the shit that she said. So he's just like pissed. Like super duper pissed. And I actually end up leaving his house. I had planned on spending, you know, a couple of days with him, but he was so mad. Um, I actually just ended up going home. And then, like, a couple of days later, I came back around... Asked him, did he want to talk? You know, because in my mind, yeah, you're mad at me. I didn't do anything wrong, though. We love each other. We've talked about getting married, having children, moving in together. I was practically living there already. I was spending, you know, it was the summertime. I was spending like four to five days at his house. And my grandmother, trust me, she was pissed about it. But, you know, nothing could stop me. I was so in love with the kid. And so I didn't think that anything major, like, okay, you're mad at me. We did end up having an argument on the phone, but, you know... It's me and you, like that song from my house. It's you and me. And I just did not see what was coming. I really didn't. I was completely blindsided. And, you know, I did know that he had been cheated on before by multiple girlfriends. And I was thinking from my perspective. Because if someone had said he cheated on me, whether it be his mother, his sister, his cousin, the chick, God himself, it wouldn't have mattered. You know, yeah, I would have been pissed. I probably would have cussed him out. Probably would have slapped him. Whatever. But... We're forever is what I thought. But he was done. (laughs) So we've been dating for a year. My cousin does this fucked up shit. That guy came over. And he was just done with me. 
And I was devastated. And that's putting it lightly. I was so heartbroken. And I knew not only am I losing like the love of my life, I knew that his sister would not be cool with being my friend after her brother thinks that I cheated on him and he broke up with me. And it that did end up happening, you know, so I lost him. I lost my best friend slash big sister. I lost my little sister. Like, I loved his little sister. She reminded me of my sister, Penny, that I hadn't seen in years at the time. So it's like, not only did I lose you, I lost the family that I had found. I was so hurt. And you know, I would still come over. I wrote, I wrote a ton of sad, sad poetry. You know? That's one of the lines in one of my poems. Like, I I drive past your house just to see if you're there, hoping you'll see me and remember you still care. And I had even came and I wrote him a letter and talking about how much I love him much I need to be with him and brought him a teddy bear and I found out that he was telling people that my letter was sappy that's a direct quote and I was really hurt I was just so devastated because it's one thing for a relationship to end just because you're not right for each other. And that is something that I, every now and again I kind of still think about. Think if we had a broke up because of something with us, I probably would have been a lot better than I was. But we broke up because of outside forces. So... I'll never know what we could have been if we hadn't been sabotaged by people. You know, I'll never know that. You know, me being like, what, 18, 19 by now? Because we were together for about a year. And maybe a little bit over a year. 
And so I've got the crazy hormones and emotions and being irrational of a teenager. And then you've got the, like, the serious part of me feeling like I had lost the family that I built. I mean, for the longest time. I remember even as a child thinking that, like, yeah, my family's fucked up. But when I get older, I want to make a family, you know? My friends will become my sisters. My boyfriend will become my husband. Their parents will become my parents. And for the littlest amount of time, a little over a year, I really did have that with my first love. And I was depressed and hurt and sad for years, years afterwards. It took me a long time to get over that. And I did used to drive past his house. Just, I never stopped or paused. I drive past and do like the rubberneck and just stare at his house. You know, in my hopeless romantic <laughs> mind, thinking maybe one day I'd drive past and as I'm driving past, he'd open the door and he'd see me. Or if he was sitting on the porch, he'd jump up when he saw me and scream my name and say, Elise! And I'd stop the car and We'd run to each other's arms and it'd be raining or something and somehow this beautiful soft classic music would be playing and we'd be back together forever and nothing could tear us apart. I mean, I dreamed that. I really did. It sucks that it ended that way, you know? I wish it would have ended or whatever it would have been and it would have just been because of us who we were as people and I really hate that outside forces got involved and you know I always have a piece of my heart but luckily now I am completely over it because for a, a couple of years, definitely for a couple of years, I was just devastated. Devastated over the situation. And as far as if anybody's wondering, you know, he moved on, he got married, he had a bunch of kids this check (laughs) and he's happy I believe and even now you know being completely over it as much as one can be 
every now and again, I kind of go on a little stalking bitch. <laughs> you know, just go on his Facebook and just look. See what's going on with him. Think about what could have been. What would have happened. You know, you love somebody. The only thing you ever really want or wish for is for them to be happy. And I hope that he is happy. And I also hope that he knows that I didn't cheat on him. And that I really did love him immensely. Completely, irrationally, I loved him so much. I really did. So much poetry he was the inspiration for. So many tears that I've shed were because of him for him because of the way we ended but yeah anything I've learned from 17, which is around the time this happened, to 36, is that life's a bitch. She definitely is one. And she's constantly on her period, apparently. But, yeah, that's just the way it is. All I know is from my end, uh, it was real. And I try not to think about it too much because, you know, sometimes I just really think that if he loved me, even a portion of the amount of how much I loved him at the time, we would have never broken up, as I said earlier. I know for a fact that if someone had told me, let alone lied, and there was no proof that he had cheated on me, I would have been pissed about it. I would have cussed him out, whatever, whatever. But breaking up with him had never occurred to me. I genuinely did believe that we were forever. Maybe that's the irrational thinking of a teenage girl. 
maybe that's the irrational thinking of a hopeless romantic, which I am. Or maybe it was just irrational at all. I can say wholeheartedly. If the roles... If the roles were reversed. I wouldn't have gave up on him that easily, that quickly. I mean, it was just cut and dry. And that in itself hurts. And just the question, you know? Is that how it was supposed to end? But questions like those never get answered. So it just is. Thank you for listening. This has been Looking My Life. Season 2, Story Time. My first love. Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking a look at my life, seeing what I see. I will be back very soon with a new episode. I have so many more stories to tell you. I'll see you soon.